on the air, on your phone, and even your smart speaker. You're listening to Joey and Lauren On Demand. The show starts now. It's Joey and Lauren, and what is a uh, job that you always wanted to work at? This has uh, kind of gone viral because Billie Eilish uh, apparently always wanted to work at Jamba Juice, which is great because Lauren was a Jamba Juicer for, what, a couple years? Didn't you wear a banana suit, too, sometimes? I did. I wore the banana suit, and we'd go out and hand out samples on the streets. <laughs> oh, man, that's living, <laughs> I really baby. liked working at Jamba Juice. Yeah. So she ended up Jamba Juice, of course. Uh, it's Billie Eilish. So they sent her, like, a cub. They sent her a uh, visor, the apron, the whole thing. And so we asked, what was the job, the place you always wanted to work at? Now, I had two. Papa Murphy's. I always thought making those pizzas looked so much fun. I always wanted to work there, and I always wanted to work at Winco being an overnight stock boy yeah. because it was chill. I remember the guy I saw when I was a kid had, like, the headphones in and was just throwing the loaves of bread on the shelf. And You're I'm not like, going to have a lot of people fun. asking you where to find stuff no. at, you know, 11 no, at, at night all. because not that many people not are shopping. All. Not at all. I said, um, like, a, a Hollister or a PacSun. I wanted to work yeah. in retail, which, by the way, Melissa messaged me. She says she actually worked at Hollister, and I mentioned that, oh, you had to be a supermodel to work at Hollister. Uh-huh. <laughs> she goes, no, no, no. You don't have to be a supermodel to work there. I worked there, and uh, my they said they called their employees floor models. See, floor models. But you just said your title was a floor model. See, yeah, <laughs> you but, see what I mean? I mean, probably when we were younger, it felt like you had to be I super know. cool be and like attractive. Elite. But now, like, if yeah. I went to Hollister now, you think they'd hire me? No. Probably because I creep people out. I'd be like, you're hi, too guys. Old. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, you're, you're an really, old man you're now. You're going to make it lame. You're going to make it uh, really lame. So many good ones on where you wanted to work back in the day. Uh, a lot of people saying ice cream places like Cold yeah. Stone or yep. Baskin Robbins. Cold Stone. See, Cold Stone required too much skill because you got to, you know, it's like well, your hibachi. Don't you have to sing if, if you get tipped? Yeah. And I was like, oh, but Baskin Robbins feels way more simpler. Like Baskin Robbins, you scoop, you put it mm-hmm. in. But Cold Stone, you got to mix it in, and that feels like a lot of pressure. Andrew texts again says, I've always wanted to work at the dump or a junkyard to drive the cool machines and crush yep. stuff. That's very pretty cool. cool. Yep. Uh, this one says, I always wanted to work for Holiday Inn or a motel. Uh, they said, I always loved cleaning and it drove my family crazy when we would stay in hotels because I would clean up before we left. <laughs> Even though, yeah. So you wanted norm- to clean hotels. See, That's cool. I think for a while I thought working the front desk at a hotel would feel cool because, I mean, what's the worst thing you got to do? Check people in, check people out. That's keys. about it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this one says, I always want to work at a bakery. Uh, this okay. is the library. Everyone seems so cool. Plus, it seemed like a quiet job. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Who, who freaks out in a library? No, you don't get much because I'm thinking about places where you well, don't you get a lot of fines. Yeah, I guess mad. that's true. You could deal with like someone that didn't return catcher in the rye close enough. and You got to deal with that. How about a lifeguard? This one says all the oh, cool kids were lifeguards in the summer. That is the number one answer. The lifeguard. That was the cool job. Yeah. Yep. Especially at like a water park. You know, like that was the job. Dang. I know. I was always jealous of the lifeguard. I always felt like they were so much, they were like better than yep. me as a person. Like I I'd still feel like around that. I'm a grown the- adult with a good paying <laughs> job. And even I look at lifeguards like, man, they're so cool. I know. I, I'd be like floating around <laughs> on a on a big old donut inner tube. And I just look yeah, up at the cool. Well, I think, you know, what did it. Wendy Peppercorn did it. Oh, absolutely. That made it cool. Oily and lotiony, baby. And Squints <laughs> is just trying to get a kiss. The thing with lifeguards, too, when you were in high school is I think why they felt cool is because technically while you were there, they were your boss even though they're your same age. So, like, mm-hmm. you were 16, but that 16-year-old got to tell you when to go down the slide. Yep. And it was like a power they struggle. Got the, the whistle. The whistle yeah. holds all uh, power. Mine, it was the tan skin. It was the, They were tan and always in shape. 
right? Oh, yeah. You never saw a big, you don't see a big old pasty white dude like me working as a lifeguard. It never happens. Well, do I trust that kind of person with my life? No, you need, no. No, but you want someone (laughs) with a little bit of physique. A little pep in their step to save your life. Gosh. Uh, This one says, when I was in elementary school, I wanted to be a school bus driver. Really, the only reason was because they frequently had several boxes of donuts and would eat them as the kids would come in and out of the bus. <laughs> All right, kids, shut up. I'm eating a Boston cream I'm right now. i my jelly filled. Yeah. Oh, that is I awesome. I always thought being a, a bus driver would be really yes. cool, too. I, I've talked about Lori Welter was the coolest bus driver. She had tinted windows. She played the best music. She was awesome. It's Joey and Lauren. It's Joey and Lauren with your trending stories. Lauren's got them. What's trending? What's your claim to fame on all you can eat? Like, do you have anything under your belt where you're like, yeah, I once um, ate? You know, have you ever done a challenge? Where I ate a dozen a donuts once. I ate a dozen glazed donuts once. And my hands. In one sitting? Yeah, and my hands were shaking for like two hours. It was scary. Way too Why much. Why would you do that? Because I was 16, and that's what you do. Um, I would say. Other buffets, though, I'm not a big fan of Chinese buffets, but I used to go to them a lot as a mm-hmm. kid because my dad loves them. And those little sugar, they're kind of like donuts, those sugar balls, you know what I'm talking <laughs> yes. about? That or crab ragoons. I probably put down oh, 17 so crab ragoons in, the cream in one sitting. Yeah. Mm, those are good. So I've never done a challenge at a restaurant, but I have a hard time watching people do challenges. Oh, you like can't do like the fast or competitions like or the or, hot dog eating contest right, or like mass amounts of food. Um, one thing I, I remember in my childhood was my cousin and all of his friends were at my grandparents' house. He had all his friends over and they all went in the front yard and they were chugging gallons of milk to oh, try and yeah, drink. I can't. I can't do that. I thought they were the coolest kids ever because here I am. Oh, I'm is, that like, a, is that a hot uh, I'm like, factor? I'm like nine or ten and I've wow. got my cousin and there's his like 17 year old friends. 18 year old friends and they're like chugging milk and I'm like wow that's yeah, dairy, a man I can't do I can watch <laughs> some eating contests like wings don't bother me but like anything dairy or ice cream where it gets all yeah. over you I can't do that there's a woman she really wanted to get her money's worth $50 for all you can eat sushi buffet okay she binged 32 rolls of sushi holy moly then she got rushed to the hospital this was very dangerous. Yeah, I feel like you shouldn't eat that much raw fish. I feel like that's a lot of raw fish. Uh, yeah, and uh, I guess it went terribly wrong. Her stomach and chest, she had intense pain. It was hard to take a deep breath. She had to go to the hospital. She says, I will definitely eat sushi again. Oh, yeah, for She's sure. She's not Didn't... done with sushi. That's how sushi people are. People that love sushi love sushi no matter what. And they always try to convince you to like I sushi. I don't like sushi. But you have it's... to convince. It's like you with your stupid sparkling waters. You're constantly trying to convince people it's good. <laughs> I'm like, no, it's not good. It it's is nasty. Good. I've I have probably had ten different brands. <laughs> By the way, I just tried a new brand, Spindrift. Oh, of course, it's very good, very strong actually, too strong. I never thought I'd say that, but it's actually too strong. Do you have any tattoos? I mean, I know this answer, but do you have any tattoos? Yeah, I've got the big back mural <laughs> of my grandma. No, I've got none. <laughs> I, I'm too scared. I've seen people. I mean, you've got what Pete Davidson covered in tattoos. Yeah, he's, he's getting trying them to get removed. Him removed. Yeah, Justin Bieber is he also getting them removed too? I thought I heard. Oh yeah, I think he is. Or yeah. no, he's no more. I think he is. He said no more neck tattoos. <laughs> it's a good. That's rule. where I draw it's the a good line. Rule of thumb. Yeah, exactly. And Nothing Adam on the face. Levine has a whole bunch of tattoos, but there is an extremist, a tattoo fan, someone. Who's so obsessed with tattoos? They have so many tattoos. Oh yeah, you can tattoo your eyeballs. They've and everything. recounted how much ink they have and how much they've spent on ink on oh, their body. I can't imagine either. The money has got to be through the roof. What do you think? 
I twenty thousand dollars. Nah, that's probably that's cute. Hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, one hundred and two thousand dollars. Holy moly! Has been what this guy's racked up on inking almost his entire body. The pain. Oh so, my gosh, the pain. Like tattoos, do your thing, right? But yeah. my problem is when you when you put too many tattoos on and then they all get mixed, you can't see any of them. So like to well, me, well, then it becomes kind of an art piece, right? Yeah, Where like, you're showing it off and people are seeing and you're. Looking at the depth of all I'll the different designs. Like. So it can be cool, but yeah. I'm always impressed with the control that people have to do one sleeve on one arm and then the other one is totally bare. I'm always impressed by that because I feel like that would annoy me. But you, uh, we have a friend. She has a, an entire sleeve on her right arm. Left arm, totally bare. My brain is really dumb because when I look at people like that, I think, oh man, your arm must be so heavy. <laughs> you think tattoos weigh? Like I mentally think oh, because yeah. it looks off. I mentally think like they're outweighed just, on the I, left. I would feel jealous. <laughs> I would feel bad for left arm. If right arm has all the tats, I'd be like, left arm, you need some. I would. Yeah, I don't know. I would just feel like left out on the cold. And what? Just a little thing. And what determines which one you start on? Like, how do you make that choice? You do right arm or left arm? Do you do the one you write with a lot, or do you do your offhand? I, don't I have know. no idea. The more you know. There's a rare black diamond that was found from outer space. Nice. Could fetch up to six point eight million dollars. Once again, I just don't know. You got an outer space diamond, but you put that on a ring and you you propose to somebody. I, I don't know I, what you do with that thing. It's out of this world. That's quite. Thank you. <laughs> it's quite the flex. And those are some of your trending stories. It's Joey and Lauren, and let's get to the phone janks this morning. So David reached out to us and wanted us to prank off uh, his wife Kelsey. So they have a daughter that they want to get into voice lessons, and so David was really smart and ahead of time said. You know what? I've got a guy I think that would be good. Let me have him call you. I am that guy. You're the the voice coach? Yes. Oh, gosh. Tristan from Tristan's Voice Lessons. Why am I nervous oh, this? You want to hear me sing terribly on oh, the phone? no. It is awful, and it's the phone, Jenks. Hello? Hi, is this uh, Kelsey? Yes. Kelsey, this? this is uh, Tristan with... Uh, Tristan's voice lessons. How are you? I, I I was referred to you by I think your husband. You guys are interested in your eight year old daughter yes. getting, getting voice yes, lessons. Yes, um, yeah. She she loves singing, but I really want to get her some, you know, good lessons. Got it. Okay. Love well, if she could. Uh, yeah. I mean, I would I would love to teach her because that would be awesome. I, I like to do a little singing to let you know on the phone that I am here to sing for you. Yo. Oh, so, okay. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Uh, does she have pretty good range? I mean, what have you seen that's made yeah, you Yeah, she has, like, a, a lot of natural talent. Um, my husband and I aren't singers at all. But, uh, yeah, she her voice is nice. But, you know, she's young. But I okay. think it's like an instrument. You can fine-tune it. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. she can go, like, do, re, mi, fa, so, la, ti, do. Can she hit that high? That Do you think she can hit that note already at eight years old? Or it's, um, it's pretty talented, obviously. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm not hearing you great because you're sounding a little off-key. Sorry. I don't know if we're getting. <laughs> Sorry, did you say I sounded off-key or like on point, I think is what you meant to say. No, that's, that's, uh, that's on-key for sure. A baby tried. Yeah, wait, hold on a second. I, mean, I, I just I, I want to make this clear. Are you trying to say that didn't sound great <laughs> right then? Like that I, was. I mean, maybe you know, with my connection. Uh, okay, okay. I'll, I'll prove it to you. Uh, have you heard of the new <laughs> song um, uh, from Adele, "Easy on Me"? You heard that? Yeah, yeah. yeah go, go my daughter loves that song. Actually, easy on me, baby. That's just a snippet, a sample of what 
we're going to teach your daughter. So uh, well, let's set her up. Let's get her first class in. I think this is going to be great. Um, okay. I don't... Um, uh, are, are you sure you're a professional vocal trainer? I, no, I have never gotten professional lessons, but I have been singing my whole life. So it really started when I was a kid. I'd be singing in the shower, and it's just kind of taken off from there. So I, I have... I think Emma would be my sixth client, which is great. I mean, I'm already on, and I do about uh, one client a year, so six clients in six um, years. So, yeah, we'll set her up. And your um, clients, they're 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 happy with the training you're offering. Are you challenging my singing efforts here? I just want to make sure I'm clear. I, I, what are you trying to say I, I, here? Are you kidding me? I just, I, are you? Can you read music? <laughs> well, you, I, in you the, play piano. In the words of Justin Bieber. Is it too late now to say sorry? So, yeah, uh, you, this is I, what you're, you know, I don't want to teach your daughter anymore. I'm already offended. Are you kidding me right now? I, I'm, I'm not trying to be insulting, but I am kind of looking for a certain level of expertise for my daughter. So, I'm, I'm yeah, I just don't. Oh, this you don't think this? Okay. That this isn't working okay. out. I'm well, sorry. guess what? I'm just going to tell you right now. I bet your daughter stinks at singing. I bet she's terrible. Excuse me. <laughs> yeah, I bet she's terrible. She Excuse probably. Me? Okay. She, yeah. I she, don't even know who you are, but you, you're. Let me just say, your voice nails on the chalkboard. I'm oh, sorry. oh, now, oh now, now I'm nails on a chalkboard. Okay, well, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna sing you out of here. So, bye, 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 bye. You heard that song by NSYNC? I'm done. I'm done. I'm yeah, not. In uh, fact, yeah, okay. let me let, have, yeah. a, have a great day. Oh, uh, yeah, let okay. me. Well, no, no, no. Before you hang up, I need to talk to your husband, David, because uh, this is Joey from Joey and Lauren in the morning, and this is a phone janks. And uh, oh, I am not. A- <laughs> Your husband sent you off. I am not a referral from him. I- I'm not a oh, voice I coach. Like, did- <laughs> I was like, where did he get this guy from? Come on. <laughs> I love how, like, you were nice at first, and then when I'm calling out your daughter, you're like, no, 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 the gloves are coming off. Yeah, so, no, yeah. Good luck yeah, on finding an actual voice coach. Uh, Tristan, your boy, is not an actual voice coach, but I'm sure you guys will find a great one, all right? Uh, I hope so. Thanks. <laughs> you bet. Your mornings start here. This is Joey and Lauren on demand. It's Joey and Lauren. It is makeup or breakup time. Uh, Abby is with us. Gone out a couple of times with Marcus. She's had him over to her place, and she thought it was great, but it was a quick exit. We've had that before, and then you start to asking, okay, what's up with your place? And then they're always like, oh, I got a secret roommate. Okay, well that's a problem. And no, I'm not really. Um, but Abby with us now here on Makeup or Breakup. Hello, Abby. Thanks for joining us. How are you? Oh, thank you for having me. Uh, hi. Hello. <laughs> so, yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm having a little bit of trouble, guys. Okay, I've, yeah. Uh, so I've gone on two dates with a guy named Marcus, and uh, we met through friends. And our first date was totally fun. We were, like, totally hitting it off. And um, we had a great time together. But, you know, um, our second date, like, it was um, it was a brunch at my house, and, like, he honestly left rather quickly. I was left so confused. I was like, why didn't he hang out longer? He just kind of left suddenly, and I was just like, well, okay, something must have happened. I'm not sure, and he hasn't been responding to me. Um, I was just left kind of confused. Um, so, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so so you kind of prepare this brunch for him at your place. You feel like that's where things changed because first date he was good, second date yeah. he was weird. Yeah, and I was just like, okay, he's a cool guy, so I just don't understand what happened. Yeah, so environment at your house is pretty normal, pretty normal place, chill? Uh, yeah, it's very chill. Like, I mean, yeah. I, 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 my food was great. He, you know, even said the food was great and everything. Okay. And it was just like... 
Okay. Your place is too chill. That's the problem. All right. Well, here's what we're going to do. We're going to play a song, Abby. We'll come back. We'll call Marcus. Does that work out okay? Yeah. Okay. So stay with us, Abby. So a couple of times, and then you feel like you're kind of dating a different person. But some people, they get weird when you're in your home environment. I don't know. So we'll talk to Marcus when we come back. It's Joey and Lauren. It's makeup or breakup time. Let's call Marcus. So we just talked to Abby. A quick recap about Abby. Really likes Marcus. Met through friends. But, like, second date was at her house. Did they say they did brunch or whatever? Yeah, she said that's where things changed. First date was awesome. And then her house for brunch, I don't know, a few days later or something, she said second date. And so she's confused because he, like, ate really fast and then, like, left. Like, did not stay, did not linger, and just kind of ended weird. And she's like, and now he's not talking to me. Yeah, I just, I, I wonder. Some people, it's like the moment they see someone's house and they see the way they live or whatever it may be. But Abby is telling us, she's like, no, guys, my, my house is normal. It's not, there's nothing there that's like, oh, man, that's strange. And my food was good. Maybe, you know, maybe he got food poisoning or he's allergic to eggs. I don't know. But she's like, no. And then, and then what? You just don't call somebody back because you got sick? I mean, that's what's weird. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's one, one thing leaving early. But one then of not- the <laughs> symptoms of food poisoning is an inability to text back. <laughs> that's what it is. All right. So let's talk to Marcus. Hello, uh, can we speak to Marcus? Uh, yeah, who's this? Is it, is it, this is Marcus, yes? Yeah. Hi, He's Marcus. Like, you tell me who yeah, you that's, are. Well, that's Lauren. I'm, Lauren. I'm Joey. <laughs> um, we are Joey and Lauren in the morning, and we're a, a morning show. And um, the reason I'm calling you is because a girl named Abby reached out to us about a date or a couple dates she's been on with you. Have you gone out with a girl named Abby? Um, Sound familiar? Um... Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I have. All right. So you've gone out with a girl named Abby. Well, on our show, we try to help people out with their dating life when someone drops contact, and apparently you are not texting back. Is that accurate? Um. <laughs> yes. That, that okay. is accurate. Okay. Hey, my first step is admitting yeah. the problem. Yeah. You, you realize you've been doing that. So. If you have a few minutes, uh, we would actually love to get some answers for Abby. Could you? Tell us why you're not uh, texting her back. She she kind of gave us some insight on your first couple of dates. Said that the first one was good. Second one, you were kind of weird. Um, her yeah, words. I mean, the first day, the first day was good. Um, but you know, then I am. I found out that she named her pet after me. Okay. Uh, uh, explain. Like a gerbil <laughs> or like what? Like a dog? <laughs> um. But yeah, I mean, the first day was awesome. You know, like we went out. Um, we went out to dinner, and then uh, a few days later, she invited me over to her house for a brunch date. And, you know, I, I, when I got there, um, she was like, okay, before we eat, I have to show you something. And so she pulls me into her bedroom, <laughs> and she takes me over to her nightstand, and there's a fish tank. And she said, I just got this new fish yesterday. And his name is Marcus. Right, right on, right? Okay. I mean, okay, so there's a fish after you. And is that and you're too sure, much? I mean, I guess, are you sure it's named after you? Did she make that clear? I mean, I guess she just got it in between the dates, so. I, I mean, <laughs> I, you, I, she got it, and she said she just got it yesterday. I mean, and, you know, and we'd gone out, um, you know, I think. Got it. Probably, like, the weekend before that. So, yeah, I mean, she was like, his name is Marcus. And I, tried, I was like, oh, ha, that's cute. And she's like, I named him after you. 
Oh, and, so she admitted that. Well, and that just huh. did it for me, guys. I was like, this well, is this is too weird. So it's a know, fish. Yeah, but on the I nightstand, stayed, she. Ate, but then I just I had to get out of there. So is this worry that you know all of a sudden it's a fish, and then there's a voodoo doll, and then there's this, and then there's that, <laughs> and all of a sudden it's like, doll. well, I don't know. I mean, it is a fish. Like a fish is gonna last what, like three weeks? Don't they die really quick? And but then it's down the toilet. Doesn't want to die. I mean, right? if, if she said this is a fish named Marcus, Marcus. Yeah. How did he? That, sh- how how did she say it? She said, I mean, she said it. I mean, it wasn't like in a menacing way. Yeah, but it was just it wasn't like, like, I mean, you know, I mean, she was like, oh, I mean, you, his name is Marcus. Isn't that cute? She was like, you're Marcus. He's Marcus. Like, now I have my hmm. my own little Marcus. Right yeah, by her I bed, mean, too, man. Nightstand. Yeah, I'm trying to think if that's, uh, if that's as weird as you're making it out to be. If I were well, in that situation. If it, but it's nightstand. Does that make it weird that it's right by the bed? Because now I'm starting to get weirded out that it's by the bed. I don't know why. <laughs> why? I, 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 I don't know. I, what was weird was just that, like, we'd only gone out on one date, and then she's, like, naming another living thing after, you know, it's like... Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like... I mean, it's, wait. It's, it's, uh, okay. it's a well, lot. You know, well, it's, well, not, it's not just like, I mean, the fish. It's not just like a teddy bear. I don't... I, even even if she named, like, a teddy bear after yeah. me, I don't know. I think that would have made me uncomfortable, too. I don't know. Well, okay. Well, let's solve this, because we do have Abby on the phone with us. And hopefully um, we'll get an interview with the fish, because <laughs> I would love that. So... Sorry about that, Marcus. We, we do want to get some answers, though. Abby, uh, bringing you on, can you explain the uh, fish situation? Yeah, I mean, honestly, I don't feel like weird. I thought it was like a cool little idea that I thought he would think it, it's funny. And I, I mean, it was more like a little gag. And like, it's a little fish. It's nothing like serious, like a dog. It's not a koi. Yeah, come on now. It's just like, you know. It would feel different I if it was, it was a dog, a maybe. idea. And, like, I really like his name, so I was just like, oh, that'd be kind of cool, you know, that he sees that, you know, he's... So you you like, were you, know, you, full, you were full blown. Oh my gosh, she's gonna love this. Marcus is gonna be like, what? I have a fish named after me. It's so sweet. <laughs> yeah, Marcus. It could be Marcus the Marlin or whatever. Like, right? I don't think it's a Marlin. <laughs> I on, know. On a nightstand. I'm trying to think of like a cute little. You know, I'm trying to make it sound better. Yeah, I just didn't think it was gonna be a big deal, and I just didn't see how that was weird. I just thought it was cool. You know, what? I thought he would laugh about it or something. You know, but. I didn't know naming something after the him would sure. make him that nervous. <laughs> it's like, okay. Marcus, what do you think? Uh, I mean, it kind of feels like a lot of pressure. Like, <laughs> it, it just, I, I have weird vibes. That's all okay. I can really uh, say. Okay, that's all you can say. What vibes. if I just thought of a trade-off? Because, Abby, I don't know how much you spent on this fish. But let's say what the are you? What are you suggesting? I think I, maybe the fish goes away. It goes what? to somebody. What? No, like a compromise. <laughs> That's like, not a compromise. You if want a to kill fish, fish? It, no, if a fish gets flushed, doesn't it live on to another oh world? Oh, my gosh. Doesn't it go on you to the sewers? You want her to flush Marcus? I'm just saying, if you wanted to make Marcus feel more comfortable, maybe oh find God. a neighbor or something. Would that be willing to do <laughs> it? I'm not I'm not advocating for death. change the name? Or just change the <laughs> oh name, my I guess. Yeah. What if it was I'll Michael? Totally change the name. Like, actually, now I really don't want to. Yeah. Name now it's bad memories. Especially if we were doing it as like a gag. It's not a big so, deal. Abby, Who cares? Uh, Marcus, let's ask you. What if the fish is now Michael? Do you still get the weird vibes or is it like what's done is done? Yeah, I don't, I don't think you can put that genie back in the bottle. Oh, okay. my gosh. Or you okay. can't put the fish back in the tank. <laughs> All right. Well, um, Abby, <laughs> so are we changing the name officially? I'm going to change my name to something better. Joey. Or Lauren. I yeah. go for something better. Name too. it uh, the Joey. Name it the Joey. Joey, Joey or Lauren, whichever feels better. <laughs> Your mornings start here. This is Joey and Lauren on Demand. 
Joey along with you. Throwback Thursday right now as we're throwing it back to uh, the most trouble you got into as a kid. What was the time where you're like, my parents are going to kill me? All the time. Maybe you were Constantly. in the back of a police car. Uh, close, but no. Close? <laughs> I'm not sharing. <laughs> no, but I got into a lot of trouble when I was a kid, uh, mostly when I was a teenager. But the problem is, is I can't pinpoint one thing that I remember. It was just the entire four years of high well, school? here's why. Love my mom, but she was honestly, and she's changed now with, you know, some of my younger siblings, but she is like the biggest pushover of all time. When I was growing Didn't up. did you call out your mom on Tuesday for Tell the Truth yeah, Tuesday? Yeah, well, you brought it up. Now so. you're calling her out again. I'm sorry. But she, uh, I, I would get in trouble, but I would never, like the punishment would never be followed through. Oh, so she'd be like, you're grounded for three weeks and, and then, then the two next days later. Day, yeah. Or that night, I'd be hanging out with my friends. Yeah, okay, you got you to gotta hang firm. And so I, I would get in a lot of trouble, but it never really lasted. So that's why I can't really pinpoint exactly what it was. I do remember one time getting in a major argument with my stepdad. Which is rare because normally my stepdad and I, we're cool. We're fine. It's me and my mom that always, you know, butt heads because we're so much alike. But I remember I was, I was probably like 16 or 17 and I had had my own car for the first time. Just bought it. And my stepdad, uh, my car was parked in the way and he wanted to just take my car. And, you know, me being a stubborn teenage girl, I was like, take your own car. Like, I didn't want him to take my car. Is that exactly how you said it, too? Take your own car. Take (laughs) your own car. So we got in, like, a really, really big argument because he wanted to just take my car to the store real quick. And I was like, no, it's mine. And we just kind of got at it. So I I remember that. But I'm sorry. This sucks because I don't really have a specific thing. As a little kid, you never took, like, the baby powder and, like, dumped it all over the floor. Like, you don't remember as a toddler. I was an angel. I was my mom's favorite until I became a teenager. I'm waiting for that moment. We had a uh, a moment the other day. Now, our our toddler doesn't get in trouble for it because he's a toddler, but he had a moment where he uh, stuck his hands down his dirty diaper. That was not fun. Not fun at all. Horrible. But you see these, like, videos on the internet of these kids that will take, like, paint and they'll dump it all over themselves. Remember that kid with peanut butter all over his body and he's sitting on the kitchen table? Yeah, okay, so I can remember one thing. When I was probably 11, maybe 10, I loved painting my nails on my own, and I'd paint my nails in my room. And if I messed up, do you know what I did? This is just terrible. Oh, did you, like, lick it off? No. I would hang myself over my bed because I'd, like, lay on my tummy, and I would, like, lay on my bed. And if I messed up and wanted to repaint, I'd stick my hands underneath the bed and just rub it off on the carpet. (laughs) And so when we moved, there was paint all all over the carpet. Dried nail polish. Why did I do that? Why didn't I just wipe it off with tissue? You probably did it once, being like, oh, no big deal. But then you got in the habit, and then it was like, like, oh, big problem. smudged off my freshly coated, painted nails on the carpet. I remember... My first grade teacher, Mrs. Dunham, dragging me on the floor of the hallway in the school because I refused to go to, like, come from recess or go to recess, one of the two. And it was also the same day that my mom had to once again tell the bus driver, sorry, I can't find my son in my house or my yard. You're going to have to go without him. I would do that constantly. Because you would the bu- hide. Yep. The bus would show up. <laughs> so sad. The bus would show up, and I would purposely go hide in the backyard, or I'd go hide in the house to where my parents couldn't find me. So when the bus driver would show up, open the door, one minute, two minute, and my mom would be like, I can't find my son. Which sounds terrifying if you say it. Like, the yeah, bus driver's like, what do you mean you can't I find your son? Think of how embarrassing for your mom. Because she know. knows you're just hiding yeah. somewhere. 
You know, we took our son recently at, to a meeting, which was a bad idea. Terrible idea. And he's in a meeting with us, and he goes around to the desk of the person we're meeting with, starts opening drawers, just being unhinged. And I'm like, stop, you're embarrassing me. And it's just like, you you automatically think the other person or people think you're a terrible parent when and your child say, acts up. And they say, ah, kids, but you, you wonder, like, I know what you're saying out loud, but do you really hate my kid right now? Because it's always like, oh, yeah. I just feel children. judged as a parent. Children, you know them, <laughs> exactly. So I would say when Miss Dunham was dragging me across the floor because not only did I hide, but then I was, like, refusing to go to class. Wow. That's a terrible kid. It was probably coming in from recess. I doubt you were throwing a fit to go to recess, right? Yeah, I don't think so. No, I mean, I was I was a football star recess. Sixth grade, I was, you know, wow. throwing touchdowns. What happened? I don't know. Some, the moment I actually <laughs> was actually in competition, I couldn't do it anymore. <laughs> so that's our Throwback Thursday question. Most trouble you got into as a kid. You can text us, 68719. It's Joey and Lauren. It's uh, Joey and Lauren in the morning, and I have probably uh, the best Joey life hack I think we've ever done. Mm, I don't know. No, I this still, is good. I'm still hung up on your... Your metal spoon <laughs> okay, that in the was microwave. Bad. That was that the was it. That was an anti-life hack. <laughs> I think this is good. If you want to prevent the inside of your car fogging up in the winter, <laughs> just go. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fill a sock with cat litter. Keep it in the back seat uh, or cup holder of your car. All right. And it just it sits in your car, and it's yeah. supposed to. So I have a what have kind a tube of sock. Voodoo is in cat litter. Yeah, I don't know, man. Have a, a tube sock full of kitty litter. Put it in your back seat or your cup holder, and your windows won't fog up on the inside, which is huh. uh, low-key a terrible, terrible, uh, annoying thing. Like, uh, scraping off your car sucks, but it, something you don't think about a lot is when your car gets all foggy on the inside, and then you don't know what to do, uh, and you got to crack a window. Turn on the defrost? Yeah, but sometimes the defrost doesn't do it, especially if you have an older car, so you got to crack the windows, and that gets annoying. Mm-hmm. A quick little crack normally does Well, it. this is great if you already have cats at home, but yeah. now your car's going to smell like cat litter, which cat litter, blech. Yeah, to Stinky. me, cat litter almost smells worse than cat pee. And I'm sure cat that, owners... That is very false. No, I'm sorry. Like, there is, there's nothing that smells worse than cat pee. But cat kitty litter has such a strong scent. It's like... To uh, mask the cat pee. Yeah, but the scent... When I smell kitty litter, I know a cat has peed and pooped. And that's so like, that's um, my problem. That's like poopery, the yeah. spray that you put into the toilet that a lot of people have now. I actually can't stand it because the smell of it... Makes me just think exactly. of, like, I just associate what just happened. Like, we have it in all of our bathrooms, Mm-mm. but especially if we have guests over and I walk in and I smell the poopery, I'm like, Which they just... Which is a just, pleasant smell, but it it's is. just... But ugh. same thing with all the all the bathroom sprays. When it, yeah. In our uh, in our bathroom here out in the hallway, if I walk in and it smells like peaches and cream or whatever the scent is, I'm like, well, someone just had a mess in here. <laughs> and so that's my problem with kitty litter is when I smell it, I'm like, well, I know I'm by the bathroom. And that is always a weird feeling. Well, so, there, there you have it. Yeah, try it uh, out. Moving on from that, I actually want to share with you some information I saw on relationships and signs that you are in the wrong relationship. You're going to break some hearts right now. So maybe you're sitting back, you're driving, you're doing whatever you're doing, and you are evaluating this relationship that you're, you're on. The, you're on the fence. You've you're, actually, you're on the fence. You woke up this morning and you're yeah. like, you guys, I'm either going to break up with this person today or I'm going to ask them to marry me. So this is now, yes. now this I'm, is a critical moment. Let me go on the record with a disclaimer saying, I am not telling you to end things with I your am. partner. I am. I'm worried we'll get messages later. Nope. Lauren, I, yeah, I believe what you said and I broke it off. No, I think you absolutely <laughs> should break up with that person right now. I don't know the situation, but do it. <laughs> All right. So 10 signs you are in the wrong relationship. Okay. Number one, you feel the need to change who you are to make your partner happy. Agree. 
I actually think that's a terrible thing. If you feel like you need to change who you are, yeah, now that don't doesn't do that. mean you don't improve yourself or like, compromise on stuff. Yeah, or because compromise is big and improving yourself is big. But I agree. Yeah. If like all of a sudden you're a totally different person, or I've met people. They're totally different when they're with their friends and they're totally different in front of the person they're in a relationship mm-hmm. with. I'm like, it should be very similar. You should feel able to be yourself. But if you're a slob and now you clean up after yourself because you're in a relationship, that's nope, a good thing. Nope, you've changed. Yeah, yeah. Now, come Bye. on, man. Come on. <laughs> uh, you have to defend your significant other to family and friends. I actually am going to say that this one's not that serious. Because sometimes your family sucks and they Sometimes your family and friends them. are crazy yeah. and, you know... People just don't know. But if you have to apologize for them all the time, that's kind of a red flag. If you're always like, oh, you guys, sorry about Janet. Sorry. She just goes off sometimes. Yeah, okay. Uh, Nitpicking and criticism, even if it's just said in jest, it is a constant in the relationship. So if, if they're constantly nitpicking and criticizing you. Don't look at me. Like putting a video on Instagram of me me. eating pita chips. Yeah, (laughs) my gosh, who would do that? Moving on. The next one. You're always wondering what your partner is up to when you're not around. And that is something I am actually direct opposite of. When you're gone, I never think about what you're doing. You could could have a second life and a second family, and I'd be like, all right, yeah, see you too. It doesn't bother me. And now I will say... It could be a good slash kind of endearing thing if you're wondering what someone's doing when you're not around in like a happy way. Like, oh, wonder if they're having fun, right? Yeah. But if you're constantly like, what are they doing right now? Then yeah. maybe that's a problem. Another red flag, your partner makes all of the big relationship decisions. Oh, yeah, that's... You should be equal. No, I, I hate making decisions, so sometimes I'm okay. If, Lauren, you plan all the vacations, all the things, all that stuff, doesn't bother me. Yeah, but that's something that works yeah. for us, right? Yeah. Um, your intimacy is seriously lacking. Yeah, non-existent. Speaking from experience, I don't think that's big of a deal. <laughs> Sometimes it's just, yeah, it is what it is. Uh, number seven, <laughs> you want more me time, but your partner wants more we time. Yeah, that's a, that's a tough balance, man. You've got to find somebody. Like, thank goodness we work together because um, we dealt with this for all, for years when we first got married. And it was constantly like, you know, you had your job, I had my job. And then we barely see each other. And then on the weekends, if I want to go golfing, it's like, but I haven't seen you all week. That can be tough. Yeah, it's tough in a relationship when you want to spend time with that person and they want to do yeah. everything but spend time with like you. On that the might weekends, be a red flag. I love sleeping on the couch by myself. Lauren, not a big fan of it. So we just kind of deal with that. Another sign that you are, thank you, that you might be in the wrong relationship is you feel personally responsible for your partner's happiness. Okay. Yeah. You know, I think in relationships, we can feel responsible yeah. for others' happiness. Um, your partner controls who you see and what you do. Huge Duh. red flag. Lauren, some of these are really obvious. <laughs> when your partner controls everything you do, it may be a sign it's not great. Okay. And the last one, if you think you might be in the wrong relationship, you find yourself wondering if you're in the wrong relationship. Well, thank you. <laughs> There's your sign. These are the insights that we come for, man. That's what I'm here for. Yeah, that's amazing. It's Joey and Lauren. It's Joey and Lauren, and let's play karaoke today, where you sing in the car with us. Jen is today's contestant. What is going on, Jen? Hello. How you feeling? You ready, you ready to sing for the world to hear? I am ready to sing. I should have said my name was Sarah. <laughs> okay, Sarah, not Jen. All right, yeah, definitely not Jen. This is not Jen. If you know a Jen, this is not her. This is Sarah now. All right, so, Jen, you're going against Lauren today. So here's how this game works. I have found some songs. I'll play a piece of the song. It'll stop, and you got to uh, sing the rest, all right? Okay. <laughs> okay, who do you want to start? Jen, do you want to get it going, or do you want Lauren to start? 
Lauren can start. All right, Lauren. Your first song, Lauren, is Save Your Tears by The Weeknd. Your tears from another day. You didn't get the bound bound. It goes like this. Well, I hadn't gotten that far yet. I was on my way to doing that. So Lauren gets on the board first. All right, here we go, Jen. Get ready for some range, sister, because your first song is Easy On Me by Adele. I changed you. So we are tied going into uh, round number two. Lauren, your second song is Cold Heart by Dua Lipa and Elton John. And I think it's gonna be a long, long time till touchdown brings me back. Here tonight, I don't remember. And I think it's gonna be a long, long time till touchdown brings me. I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it to you. I think you got enough. I'm gonna give it to you. So Jen, for a tie, you need to get this one right, and it is Heat Waves by Glass Animals. Oh, shoot, I don't know that one. Oh, come on. You got it sometimes. <laughs> so all I think about is you. Yeah! <laughs> nights in the middle of June. You get that. You can get that. That's fine. Jen, that is the most like unconfident you. you. <laughs> and you got it right. So we're going to give it to you, Jen. We love you. We're going to hook you up, all right? Yes, thank you, guys. I appreciate it. Absolutely. So, Jen, the winner today with uh, you. I love it. That was perfect. <laughs> it's Joey and Lauren. It's Joey and Lauren, and uh, I got a creepy message on social media. Now, I know that oh, Lauren... someone wants to see your feet. No, no one's ever asked for feet pics, so I'm just going to start posting them anyway. <laughs> Man, Your I, webbed toes you and know, the, the hairy knuckles. I've brought up feet pics enough. I, I do have like a lot of hair on the top of my feet. I am like I a straight up hobbit. Most men do. Yeah, some women do too. Yeah, shout well, out. I've, hey, I've talked about how I've shaved my big toe, so no shame, ladies. You always get you get a couple of curlies on your big toe, which yeah. is fine. Doesn't bother me at all. I'm already down there shaving my legs. Yeah, What's might as well. Top of the top of the foot, whatever it is. <laughs> and I've I've brought up feet picks a lot. I think I'm just gonna try it out and see. There's got to be a market for everything. There's got to be a Joey, market. There is a for market. Some, for everything. You could sell your boogers and someone would buy them. Yeah, I know. It normally helps. A lot of times it's like, oh, an attractive female. People want their boogers. That's but why disgusting. can't why can't average looking man, you know, feet picks? There will be only there fans. Is, I'm sure there's a there's a market for it. So I know that you get creepy messages on social media. You're more used to it, right? Sometimes it happens. Uh-huh. And it's it's not creepy like a bot or, you know, some sort of weird like money grab thing or some spam. But I got a message. I've been dealing with the money grab thing. Are you? Are, are really? Yeah, are you somebody, with... it, it's a really long story. Were they hacked? Or I, they were they... hacked, but I'm a sucker, so I thought they oh, were being gosh. serious. And so 
I kept getting these messages persistent, like, Lauren, and it's somebody I've had a chat and let me history guess, in it's the past. Like, it's like, send me your Venmo and I'll yes, give you $1,000. Send, send me your cash app and the, we'll give you $3,000 right now. Obviously, I never gave into it, but I would respond and say, oh, I'm not, thanks, not interested. Why would you respond to because that? Because a week earlier, I was talking to her about something else that it was personal. So, like, I knew this person. Anyway, I found out that she was hacked <laughs> and I blocked that person. So, I so did not give my cash Someone app. Someone messaged you, hi, Lauren, send me your cash <laughs> app and I want to give you $5,000 thanks to Bitcoin. And you were like, uh, no thanks, I'm not interested. Yeah, well, once she started posting photos of like brand new BMWs, but she <laughs> wasn't in the photo, I was like, mm. <laughs> Wait a minute. Anyway, go we, ahead maybe, with your feet Maybe picks. we need to do a uh, like an internet <laughs> safety class with Lauren. I had no idea. No, I'm gullible. No, so um, it, it all stems. I did a Peloton ride yesterday, and it, I did this ride where like it's called a session to where you're doing the class at the same time as other random people. Yeah. And I and I'm not trying to brag here, but I won. I, there were only 11 of us in there. And I was battling well, this I'm guy. Well, I'm glad you did because I could hear you panting from down the yeah, street. Yeah, I was, I was struggling. You were driving me crazy. I was I struggling. I could hear you. So I'm racing against this guy. And it literally, I mean, on the on the little screen, it shows like a little picture. Mm-hmm. You have your username. And a lot of times you can put a hashtag. Well, I'm hashtag Peloton Dads. He was also hashtag Peloton Dads. Ah, battle of the dads. Yeah. So I beat him at the very end. Whatever. You know, life goes on. I think we high-fived each other because you can do virtual high-fives. It's really dumb. I mean, it really is stupid. Right. So go on, do my thing, whatever. Shower, uh, check my phone, get it off the charger, and I see a message, a little little, uh, Instagram message. And it's this random just username, and I'm like, okay, whatever. So I open it up. It's in my little request inbox, and it says, Hey, at Joey on radio, I'll get you next time on the Peloton, buddy. LOL. What the heck? And I'm like, what the so heck? So this guy was so competitive with you, he he found you on yes. social media in real life. And he's like trash talking me. Well, I don't know if that's trash talking. It's, it's supportive I'll camaraderie. Get you, I'll get you next time. Now I got to be worried <laughs> about this, dude. But the problem is, is my Peloton name and my Instagram name is the same. It's at Joey on radio. Yeah. So he just probably searched. I have, I think, the same picture. He found the picture. And now I'm getting random trash talk. I'm about to sell the Peloton. I'm about to sell it on Craigslist. No, don't do that. Because I, I'm gonna, I, I use it. I don't need this. <laughs> like, I don't need to be riding and trying to exercise. And now someone's like, hey, you beat me last time. I'm going to find you on social media. So, I, Or I'm going to go by a total fake name now. Well, you could change your username, yeah. I'm going to be like Mark in Seattle, and I'm this just going to go by okay, that. Okay, you're acting like this guy's going to like track you down and show up at your house. I think you're okay. I didn't like it. I just, I, there was something I didn't like about it. It gave me the heebie-jeebies. You know it when you get that feeling? Like you crossed into real life, even though yeah. social media is not real life. But it's like you you crossed that line of, we were in this like kind of make-believe little exercise yeah, world. Yeah, I never think twice now. about it. <laughs> Right? I mean, Ooh, now he knows your job. Yeah, exactly. He knows what station you work for. Like, what if he? What if he just like wants to be so mad because of this Peloton ride? He starts giving us like bad reviews on Facebook or something. Mm-hmm. You know, he so might. I don't know what to do. Where's so, he from? Uh, I think it was like Iowa or something. No, Omaha, Omaha. That's what it says. Omaha, which is Nebraska. Yeah. Right. And we're both in our thirties. See, it gives you that information on the Peloton. The likelihood that this dude's gonna hop a plane and come to Idaho. Or wherever across the country to try and find but you. Why do I need to respond? I'm sorry. Like I just just let me do my 20 minutes, break a sweat, feel like I'm doing good for my life, and get <laughs> off. Like the fact that I need he to now respond. You were high fiving him, so he probably thought, "Oh, this is a guy I could be friends with." I, and it made me think. I guarantee you, there are some creepy dudes on there 
that are in a Peloton class. They see other usernames, and someone high-fives them, and they think that means they have a crush on them, and probably they yeah, try I to find Yeah, I always get them. nervous high-fiving people because I'm like, are they going to think it's more than – I normally am just like – Woohoo! Good job. It's go. like, do you remember when Facebook years ago you would poke people? I remember thinking that was a total Not flirt. A freaking poke. Yeah, like I had a girl that once was like, "So and so poked you," and I'm like, "Well, she wants to get married, obviously." I hate it. The poke off. I would have somebody poke me, and then I'd be like, "Fine," and then I poke them back, and then they poke me, and then I have to poke. Them. I'm like, <laughs> "How many times are we poking?" Who is the guy? This is getting weird. In the meeting at Facebook, <laughs> when Facebook started, it's like, how, how about do we, we send a poke? Yeah, like, think about this. I mean, it's one thing to say hi to someone. It's another thing to poke them. Yeah. When, when Forget you, about a wave or a handshake. Yeah. Or when even you, a high five. When you just want to let them know, hi. You just, because in real life, there's, we're not, there's some guy in the yeah. meeting that's like, yeah, what about a wet willy? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Let's do wedgies, a virtual wedgie. <laughs> It's Joey and Lauren. It's Joey and Lauren. It's time for what did we learn on the show today? What did we learn? We were talking about jobs you always wanted to have. Like growing up, what's the job? You're like, yeah. Man, I wish I could work it. Shout out Pop Murphy's. That was my that was right. my jam. I wanted to be a pizza maker. I always wanted to work in retail, which is ironic because growing up, I always thought, oh. Th- they look so cool at PacSun folding the clothes and asking if I need help finding my size. I hate folding laundry. So why did I think? I would like folding clothes for my job. Who knows? Maybe I just want to get paid for it. And there's no worse feeling than when you're at a store and you look at a t-shirt and you don't know how to fold it back the way they did, but then you've got an associate like right behind you. They're looking and at me and I'm And then you kind of like, just like... I'm not trying to yeah, be rude, Yeah, like trust but... me, if I could fold it in your cool little store <laughs> way, I would, but I don't know how. Uh, this text says, I always wanted to work at a video store where you go rent movies. You did. I did. Hollywood video, guys. I lived that dream. And Scale it is glorious. Scale of one to ten. I loved it. Um, my manager was weird and kind of like a creepy old dude, but I loved it. Uh, we got three free rentals a week. We just couldn't rent the new movies, but it was great, especially when I worked there, because if you got me and I was feeling good on a Friday night, I was going to not even just bring up your late fees. fees. Well, I couldn't waive them, oh, okay. but like you have to like, you know, when you uh, scan their card or you find out their information, it pops up and it says like so-and-so owes $300. And you can bypass it by hitting the end key. And I would always hit the end key and be like, have a good night. Oh, snap. Yeah, let someone else worry about it. On average, how often would you say people actually purchased the popcorn that you would cook over the stove? It came with the handle and you like put it on the hot stove. All that stuff. Yeah, exactly. One out of every 25 people. Because anytime I'd go to a Blockbuster with my family or wherever or a Hollywood video, uh, which was in the town we, we lived in, I always always begged for that over the stove popcorn maker and my parents never gave in because they were too expensive you know what in my entire life i've never had over the stove popcorn i've only had it's microwave or tricky it could burn theater. it could burn yeah pretty quickly i've I'm, i agree with you it always seems like a fun concept but i've never done it ever in my life this text says i always wanted to work as a cashier i was enamored by the cashier at the grocery store oh, who would yeah. scan stuff and put it in bags for us. I saw a video the other day. This guy pulled up to a store and he was like, hey, can I time you and see how fast what? you can go? And the guy's like, yeah, sure. And so he filmed them and he was like 18 seconds. The guy was amazing. I am I am amazed quite often, even today, as I'm seeing the cashier scan my stuff. Because compared to me at the self-checkout, oh, like, it takes me 20 minutes to find the little barcode. And then I can never hit the angle right. And I feel like everyone's judging yep. me. It's a weird feeling. Yep. Well, if you missed any part of the show, you can listen to the Joey and Lauren On Demand podcast. Go find it. Where anywhere you download podcasts. Hey, you can even say, Alexa, 
Play the Joey and Lauren podcast. On the air, on your phone, and even your smart speaker. You're listening to Joey and Lauren On Demand.